All right. Hello again. Dwayne Brumman here with Allie Alvarigo, SchoolInterTalk.com. Allie. Dwayne, how's it going? <laughs> good, good. It's a good It's a good start to just check ourselves and make sure that we got it down and all that. It's an interesting thing when these things happen, right? Yeah, well, you know, doing the Facebook Live and the podcast at the same time, there's a couple of technologies going on that makes it a little bit difficult. So, um, But anyways, I was uh, going to tell you that I had a week off. Studio was closed. Yeah, um, which was which was nice. Spent time with the family, and then uh, uh, you know, um, my wife had a quick weekend with her and her friend. So Friday through uh, Monday, which is today, so Friday through Monday, they got to go to um, uh, Florida, real cheap. Uh, I actually leave in a few hours to go pick her up from the airport. But um, <clears throat> she, uh, her friend, who we did that benefit for, because her son had committed suicide. Um, uh, her friends nephew works for Southwest and had some tickets uh, to get rid of. So he gave both of them those, those, uh, those tickets so that they could go down there for free. So they spent 80 bucks on um, the uh, uh, rental car. And then my mom snowbirds every year. So she just happened to be snowbirding um, in, uh, in Florida this year, which was, which was good because so um, they got to they about I don't know about thirty miles away from the the airport to where um, they landed was my mom's cottage that she you know had been renting so Friday night was already paid for my my mom actually left Friday morning so they got to stay there Friday night for free and then paid an extra hundred bucks for uh, Saturday and Sunday uh, Saturday wow. and Sunday night so each together was was a ninety ninety dollar weekend. You know, plus spending money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so isn't that great? Can't be that. Great when you can make that happen, right? Isn't that the, the greatest? Is it being, you know, and I, I guess, uh, you know, being frugal or or smart, right, is the term. Some people might say, oh, you're you're looking to save money, but you know what? That's basically just smart, um, smart business and smart, you know, uh, smart traveling. Yeah. Well, here's the funny part. So uh, about one o'clock in the afternoon on on Sunday, or excuse me, on Saturday. She texts me and says that uh, she had sand in her eye or something like that, but it's been bothering her, and it was getting really bad. And I said, well, you probably need to go to the ER. Well, she went, ended up going to the ER later that evening. It was probably like 9 o'clock at night. And so a quick trip in and out, there was her cornea was scratched and, and stuff like that. Well, I, I texted her back, and I said, so much for a cheap weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, well. Um, these things, these ha- things happen, right? And it just, uh, it always seems to be, you know, it, you know, it, it's a kind of give and take. That, that's how my life has been the last few months. It's been like, you know, th- I'm going to start off and say, you know, five positives, and then, you know, I'm like feeling up and I'm feeling good. And it's almost like, and I, and I, I don't want to make this religious because I know you're a Christian man, and and I'm kind of like born and raised Christian, so I believe in God, but I'm a Buddhist and all this other stuff, but. I always say, like, you know, God's way of testing me is almost like saying, Allie, here's the message. You can't be happy for too long, um, you know, because you got it. The reality is that these things happen. And so, like, five good things happen, three bad things. And I swear to you, when it happens, it might be, like, two social media posts of goodness and then, like, one or two of, you know, or one post that totally negates the others, you know. And it's just weird. Or an email com- com- a conversation or a, a person in person saying, hey, I love your school, and then the next person going, can I have a talk with you? You know, like going like, geez, what's the yin and the yang in Japanese, the yin and the yo, they call it. 
amazing. Yeah, it most definitely is. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the, uh, the evils and the blessings of social media. So, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe we, uh, I, I don't know how you want to craft this, but I'm thinking maybe we talk about the, uh, uh, the blessings and we put the evils in the middle and then we, we add some blessings at the end. So yeah. it, it, it seems to me we're more like a, uh, a praise sandwich, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> praise, correct, to... praise, correct, praise, PCP, yeah. right? Yeah. I always say yeah. to the parents, I just taught the kids all about PCP and half of them don't know what I'm talking about because they're, they're young. Um, but the ones that do, I go, no, not, not the drug, uh, the praise, correct, praise, you know, like it's, it's something that, something that we do all the time. But uh, yeah, it's interesting for me. I, I mean, I'll start. I, I, um, I find this all the time and you and I have even talked about it in the past where, you know, if you carefully craft your message on social media, you could do a, a lot of great things for your school. However, um, you know, it, it's, I'm finding that words are a, uh, a lost, like ri- the written word, literally written word is a lost craft because there's so many perceptions that people have on the same word. And in fact, in my book, The Five Gateways to Happiness, I talk about a color chart. And let's say we use just the color blue, and, and I use this in relationships or friendships, or if I say, Dwayne, you and I are so much alike, man. We like the color blue. You and I even like the color blue, you know. And, um, you know, so, but I might be thinking of the lightest shade of sky blue, and you might be thinking of the darkest shade of blue, which is almost black. And we could be that far away on the spectrum as far as what color, and we're talking about the same color. So, you know, the same words that are used, I always say, depending on the person who's reading them, their emotional state is how they will read the word. And, and recently I had a parent um, who I wrote a letter to. And, um, you know, for like two weeks I didn't hear from him. And I wrote him back a few times and uh, asked if he had gotten the message. And then finally after two weeks he wrote back to me and he said that he was annoyed at me for quite, you know, for that two weeks. And I said – and then he said, I'm, I'm sorry – I, I just read your email so literally, and you didn't put a comment, a comma in on one of the sentences. So he read it like I said. Um, I wrote something like, "I really want to do the best for your son," but I didn't put a comma. I don't think I should have, but somehow he interpreted it as me calling him son, like almost like I was belittling him and going, "You get what I'm saying, son?" You know. Meanwhile, I, it, the intention was totally not even at all anything to do with that. Um, but when he reread it, he's like, oh, yeah, this is a very respectful, nice email. But just based on his perception initially, he could have read it the way and he took it the wrong way and he's offended. So um, we have to be really careful. And I just had an issue recently with a family and a parent where, um, uh, you know, I spoke to her and tried to speak to the person. And, and, and I, I don't think that anything I said got through. It was taken the wrong way. And I, my intentions, I, I mean, I can only say that honestly, from my heart, my intentions were pure. Um, and, uh, you know, so, uh, I even, one other last thing, and I'm sorry to, you know, take over the whole, the whole answer, but, um, I also wrote a post to my friend for his 30 year, a 35 year anniversary in his school. And I, I wanted to say things like, man, we know each other for so long. I've been open in my school for 25 years. We've spent 20 plus years of going to breakfast or 30 years going to breakfast together. And I talked about my school to try to lay the context of how long we've been around each other. And one of my good friends says that could come off as you just trying to toot your own horn. And, and my intentions were just to show how much we've done together. And uh, it was misinterpreted again, you know, and I, I kind of feel bad because I don't want that to happen. So social media is, is scary at times. W- what do you think? Well, I, I totally agree. The problem is, like you said, the context 
uh, on on which things are are you know being c- consumed. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the the uh, the text, the written word like that doesn't always get across. Um, like it should, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And and I I know for me you, that social media has been a great. Well, let me say this. Number one, if Personally, if I were not um, in business for myself, I wouldn't be on social media. I, yeah. I just, I, I, I personally would not. But, you know, because I am, I try to use it to the best of, of my ability for all the positive things that it has to offer. Yeah. First and foremost being the fact that <clears throat> I can create events and communicate and, and do a lot of things um, – differently than what email does differently mm-hmm. than what what texting does or you know getting up on the, on the phone and calling all of my uh students or parents or what have you so there are some um opportunities there that you know it 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 provides even even just doing like this like a Facebook live opportunity you know when we were doing that event for um you know that break all barriers event uh, that was a few weeks ago you know, I got on and did a Facebook Live, just like a last-minute call to get people to sign up. And right. that was totally out of the ordinary. Um, I, I don't do a lot of Facebook Lives. For I do some, but I don't do a lot. And so, therefore, when I do do them for, you know, on my own page uh, for our school, they get decent views just because I don't overuse them. And so and that was one of those opportunities. Uh, so that was a blessing that, you know, Facebook in that case, um, you know, afforded me the opportunity to be able to capture some different attention than normally I, I would. Um, as you know, and you do this too, you write articles. I, I, I post an article Monday through Friday. Um, and, you know, just to give my uh, my people, my readers, the, the content that they're looking for, um, you know, does everything get read? No. Uh, does there – in fact, what's funny is I – there's not always a lot of comments or even a lot of likes, but then just the point, just to the point where I think, you know what, nobody's reading this. Um, I I had uh, uh, a Girl Scout troop come in. I did a, a a thing with their troop, and one of the ladies there says, you know what, I um, I just want you to know that I I appreciate those uh, those articles that you do. She goes, there's so yeah. many that I've saved and I've archived, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, just because we're not getting the hits that we think we are, does and now, if I knew for sure that it wasn't working, then of course I'd get rid of it. I just wouldn't right, do right. the extra work for that. But, right. um, you know, I, I, every time that I think that, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, there's a confirmation. Um, you know, I believe God gives me that confirmation that, yeah. nah, just go ahead and keep on doing it. So, uh, there are many blessings with regards to social media, but um, the evils just sometimes overshadow those, you know, where you get. And I don't yeah. know about you. I I, I have a rule that uh, I I do not uh, discuss things on social media back and forth at all. So yeah, what I mean by I, that I like, is I, some, I like that. Go, yeah, no, I was, was going to say what I mean I by like that is. That. Yeah, if somebody um, has something they want to discuss, I personally always try to do it face to face. There are times that it has to be phone, um, but I hardly ever, if ever, will do it through text, meaning either um, 
you know, the, uh, the, the Facebook messenger or on an actual post or email back and forth. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's, that's a rule for us at our school. And, you know, primarily just because I feel that when I'm able to talk to somebody and connect face to face or even over the phone, there are, there's, there's uh, facial features, there's mm-hmm. voice inflection, there's things that make a huge difference in conversation that you don't get when you're just typing back and forth. Right. You know, it's interesting. I'm going to tell you a quick funny story that happened to me last week. And um, I have a blog, and I, and I posted an article that I wrote called I Quit. It's a very popular article. You probably even have read it, and it talks about me meeting a, parent, a kid and, in, in this place and, and him telling me I wish I never quit. And, you know, the article goes on and on. It was my most widely, um, uh, you know, article that people have commented positively on. So I, I reissued it, updated it very slightly and put it out on my blog the other day. It's up to almost 8,000 views. For me, that's going viral. I mean, you know, when it comes to a singer or a songwriter, that's like nothing, right? That's a drop in the bucket. But for me, I'm like, wow, 8,000 views. So then I got an email from a really prominent, really nice guy that I like, a martial artist. And he wrote to me, quick, a quick blurb, I'm glad I was able to help you with your article. So I'm like, confused. What does this mean? Obviously, he thinks that I, you know, I, he said something that I took. So I emailed him back and I said, um, what are you talking about? And then he sends me a link to his article. And I swear to God, word for word, his article is my article. I mean, names and places changed, but even grammatical, it's exactly, you know, sentence structure, paragraphs. Um, so, so I'm confused and I go, um, may I ask when you wrote your article? And he says, yeah, I wrote it five months ago. And I said, well, I wrote this article 15 years ago. It's been in Action Martial Art Magazine. It's been in, um, in uh, Natma, Maya. It's been on, on all over. So I'm like, and then so he wrote me back and he said, well, obviously you read my article and that's why you changed yours. And I said, no, you're missing the point. I wrote this article 15 years ago. So now I'm on a quest. I have to go back for an hour and search through all my Facebook posts. So 2013 is when I released this on Facebook. So I sent it to him and he wrote me back nicely, very respectful and said, wow, how is it that I've never seen this article? And it's identical. You, you said 2013, you mean 2003? No, actually 2013 is when I released it on Facebook. Oh, but it was it was released with uh, with with um, member solutions in their posts. It was I mean I've had it out in action martial. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so this was my one of them prior. Like, but it gave me like a four year span at least, you know, to say, hey, look, this is the article I I released it four years ago at minimum. Um, but before that, it's been released many times. So he wrote back. He said, wow. How is it that I've never seen this article and um, and we you know we wrote almost identically the same thing. Now, uh, for, for the benefit of the doubt, I would say to the guy, maybe it's that whole entire spontaneous fulfillment of desire. You and I both have the same stories, different person, um, same exact situation at your school as I have at my school. So I I, I believe that possibly it, it was something that could have happened, right? But in any event, you know, he, you know, he wrote a retraction. He was very honorable about it. Then he pulled his article down, I guess, just because it was just so similar. But, um, but it was interesting for me going like, wow, I wrote this article. I got almost 8,000 posts and, and now I have a guy, you know, plagiarism. I'm, you know, I did this, I'm, you know, and it was weird. It was just odd. But anyway, long story short, we left out on a good note, but, you know, I felt kind of vindicated in a way because my article was proven to have gone out way, way before. Um, but it's weird at how things are perceived, right? And, and sometimes perception is reality. So, 
you know, if if I write something, you know, and says uh, Dwayne is a great guy, people might think that I'm trying to be disingenuous Fantastic. and saying something about. And you know, like I had a person who said to me that I I I, I rant all the time about myself, and I, I was talking about a testimonial that was written about my school, how honored I was about this kid who wrote this testimonial, and uh, one of the parents took it the wrong way, and they they think that I'm bragging when in reality I'm just kind of trying to show people what tools they have. You know, like look at if you stick with this, you might have the same results. Like, I, I could care less whether people think, you know, that I'm special. I want them to see the program to be special, you know. So this is where sometimes social media, it's like a balancing act. You know, you have one scale tips up here and then boom, it goes back down. And it's That's where the evils are. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's so easy with social media. Everybody's a critic. Everybody is um you know, knowledgeable or whatever, and 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 it's, a, it's at the push of a key that somebody can just, you know, tear you up, um, right, in front of everybody, and and you know, and, and in most cases they would have never done that to your face, not right. in that way, not in that right. way. Maybe they would have a meeting with you behind closed doors or or whatever, but but because you can hide behind the keyboard. Um, it it's it's ridiculous it's crazy that's why like i said you know in in most cases especially if it's a um you know a bad thing if something needs to be corrected if there's some sort of uh customer service problem we on as much as 100% as we can get we want to do those face to face and right. at the very at the very least it's uh you know over the phone but it's hardly ever uh through you know, text, meaning either, you know, PMing each other or, um, you know, just back and forth on, on emails or whatever. I just, uh, I don't like that. Right, right. I know it, it, it's interesting because, like you said, I mean, there's a certain things that, you know, where, where, you know, it's easy to be upset. And, and I, you know, I have this transition going on in my school. One of my main instructors had left and, you know, good kid. I, I really, he was like a child to me. Started with me when he was about eight or 10, nine, 10 years old. Who knows? I don't remember with me many, many years. And he decided for whatever reason, he decided to move on and do his own thing. So be it. Right. But, um, you know, now people are torn, you know, so the people who liked him are upset. And, you know, of course, rather than them, you know, like, like if, if if a family member of mine passed away, um, you know, and and left the planet, they would be sympathetic, I would hope, and say, I'm sorry, what could we do to help, right? Well, I equate this to being a similar situation in my school where um, someone left. I have no control over it. I wish that it would be different. However, now people look at it, not all, but some will look at it and go, you know, it's my fault that he left, or I'm not happy because he left, or I'm not happy, whatever. And I'm like, I'm dealing with the fallout of this, trying to get people to just stay positive and try to look at the the, the positive impact. And, and, you know, listen, we're all going to miss him, right? But at the same time, what can I do about it? Uh, you know, if someone's gone, they're gone. So I'm trying to make sure every there's new instructors in there. Everyone is happy. We're working on communication. Um, but uh, sometimes people just, they're not happy unless they're unhappy, and you're not going to be able to fix that. So what do you feel like in a situation when you can't fix uh, or, you know, you can't correct or you, your words are not being taken. What do you do? Do you just move on? Do you just decide to, you know, terminate that relationship? Or do you just try to, you know, deal with the backlash? Like, what, what's your opinion? Well, I guess it depends on the context of what we're talking about. But um, 
again, it, it, I, I'd like to have a face-to-face meeting, and then, um, you know, we would go through um, just the steps that we do to, to, to try to do service recovery if it is possible. And I know we've talked about that on a podcast before on service recovery. Yeah, I think it, I so, think it was last, last week. Um, well, maybe two weeks ago because we took this last right. week off because I was off. Right. But, um, yeah, maybe that – yeah, I, I, I'd have to look and see. But yeah, anyways, well, you're yeah. Right, you're right. It was two weeks ago. And by the way, what if the person doesn't want to meet with you? Because like, I find that sometimes – this is an interesting – I learned this from – from a good friend of mine, I won't mention her name, and she's a very prominent martial art coach. And we were just talking about relationships many years ago, and and she said um, it's an interesting dynamic. Men are different than women. She said women will tolerate, tolerate, tolerate until they're fed up, and then once they decide, they act, and it's done. Right? Guys are almost like we're breaking up, and the girl goes, "No, we're not." And and then they and the guy goes, "Okay," you know, like and, and we're back to kind of doing the same thing. Me as a teacher. I kind of find myself a lot of times giving so many chances, hoping that things will turn around, accepting the fact when others would just be like, boom, it's over. You know, like I'm the kind of consummate teacher that's hoping for something good to come out of the situation. But a lot of times that gets me in trouble. I put way more effort into people than I should. I end up getting, you know, getting a, a bad outcome where I'm hurting personally, physically, mentally, or whatever. Um, and uh, I could have cut it off a lot sooner, but I try to do, you know, some of this service recovery. So it depends, though. I, you know, am I following the methodology that we put out there? Sometimes yes. Sometimes it's more personal. So that's the important thing. But, I mean, social media is a big issue with that. Yeah, I, I, and that's why I want to have the, the face-to-face. So um, if there is a complaint or whatever, you know, I, I've had people PM me before, and then I'll say, hey, let's meet, at, you know, at the studio. You're going to be there at this date, this time. So while your kids are in class, let's just go ahead and get together and meet. Um, and 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 then that's basically how I, you know, how I do it. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, I love and, it. I mean, I, but I, I also like have idea. a I also have a canned response too in in most cases. So if somebody wants to quit and they either PM me or they call the studio or whatever, you know, we have a canned response where it's like, okay, sorry to hear that. Um, let's set up a time for you to come in and and. Uh, and uh, you know, do an exit interview and fill out the proper paperwork with uh, with Mr. Brummett. That way, right. I sit down with them. I get to go through it. Um, in in it, like in, in those cases, some of them can be you know you can you can be you can rectify if it was uh, uh, or remotivate if it was that or whatever. So I, I'm more of a face to face person. Um, yeah. I just find it's a lot easier to do that. I mean, the, 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 like the last one I had had nothing to do with service recovery except for the fact that, you know, the kid hit the belt stage where, you know, it's about that time where people are getting bored or, or, or unmotivated. It's right before right. they change into the next belt level. So from my, my advanced class to my junior black belt class, and, and yeah, it's pretty typical to a certain degree. Um, sat down and we talked. I actually brought another kid in that was um, getting ready to test for his black belt and let him talk to him. And, and he said, oh, yeah, I remember being that belt, and I felt the same way. And my mom and dad, uh, you know, <clears throat> said, just, you know, get through this next belt, and we'll see. And and uh, and then I asked him, I said, would your parents let you quit anyways? He said, no, they wouldn't have let me quit. They were just kind of, you know, <laughs> letting me feel the way that I felt but then move on, you know, that type of thing. And, well, this kid ended up, he didn't quit. You know, he went through it. 
Um, but I, that wouldn't have happened had it if it wasn't face to face. If they could have just filled out a form and been done, you know, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and I think that you know that's true though. And and here's the thing: it's like when someone has made a decision, a lot of times their decision is final. Um, a, a lot of times people. Um, might not entirely be happy with their decision and their justification of why they're doing what they're doing, but they're deciding that that's the way they're going to go. Like, you know, like I'm going to let my kid quit um, and, uh, and, and that's it. I don't want to discuss it. So they, at that point, they might not want to meet with you because they're afraid that you will talk logically and they'll have to accept the fact that what you're saying does make sense. And then, but they're going to quit anyway. So they'd rather just not even do it. They want to wash their hands of any type of guilt or feeling of making a mistake. They just do the decision and move on. Basically, I call that the ostrich syndrome where people bury their heads in the sand long enough to be able to think about, you know, whatever's going on. And then they hope when they take their head out, everything that, that was bothering them is gone. And uh, I just posted on our Facebook blog um, the article that I wrote that went viral, which is called I Quit. And many school owners really love it because um, it does help illustrate, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, sometimes people make the wrong decision maybe. And, and that if they would only listen and see into the future, they could tell uh, that it would be a better decision to stick with it maybe. You know, so it's hey, listen, martial arts is not for everyone. However, for some of those that stick with it, they get past that sticking point, which we call, you know, uh, sticking uh, uh, stick strategies, um, you know, uh, then maybe the, the outcome could be that much better and it literally could be life changing. Yeah, most definitely. I, I just think it's important, you know, if somebody is doing, um, you know, putting bad reviews on social media, um, I mean, a review is one thing. A a post is another, you know. Um, obviously, you can block them. You can delete the post, especially if they put it on your wall. You can get rid of them as, you know, being a part of your yeah. wall. You know, when they do the reviews, that's a different story, obviously, than, you know, you strategically need to get, uh, you know, other reviews to push that bad review down, um, yeah. which isn't all which isn't altogether uh, difficult. You can just get other people. and And that might be an opportunity for, you know, the listeners to be thinking of, of strategies to strategically get reviews on all social media platforms um, on a consistent basis because you have people, and this is one of the blessings, if you will, of social media. I mean, you have people that are coming into your school every single month. You know, when do you ask them for a social media review? How do you ask them for a social media review? Um, that would be something to think about for the school owners to do. So that way you're, you're continually, you know, getting more and more positive reviews. You can't stop yeah. the negative ones. Uh, there are some things that you could jump through to, to make that happen if it's legitimate. You can prove that it was malice and not something that was, um, you know, legitimately wrong. But there's, it's just so hard to do that. Yeah, and you know, it's funny, I, even in my Facebook page, we have like 55 five-star reviews. We have one four, which was still really positive. It wasn't, they just didn't want to give us a five. Then we had two threes um, and one two, and then no ones. But the, the two was the recent one that was bad, but they still gave us a two-star review, which just blows me away. And But the three, the two number three-star reviews were people who just came to my page who happened to find the page. And when I wrote them and I said, why did you give me a three-star review? I don't even know who you are. They said, oh, we were looking for a page on the art of ninjutsu. And my school is Long Island Ninjutsu. They were upset because I didn't talk about the history and the culture and show pictures of ninjas. 
so so that you know that kind of social media confusion is is enough to really you know you know make you look bad and you work hard on having a reputation and then people come in and they may unintentionally do something negative too so um anyway so what what's your thought on on mindset of dealing with this as a school owner you know like you know you you I know I want everyone to love what I do it's my baby it's my school I want them to see the benefits and I want them to use those benefits to change their lives but when people are you know you just can't appeal to everyone that's why there's 500 different flavors of ice cream and a new one coming out every day um so so what's your thought on on that you know personally more spiritually on how you handle um, you know, these things, because they do keep me up at night at times, you know, they, they, they bother me. They're, they're, they're bothersome and, and hurtful. Yeah. Well, I would say in the beginning, um, when I first started, I, I took everything to heart. Um, everything was on my sleeve. I, 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 I felt bad about everything and I thought everything was my fault. I've come to the conclusion over the years, be it, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, just going through the fire, be it whatever, um, right. maybe, maybe being calloused, I don't know. But the fact that um, it's not always my fault, um, and, and sometimes it is, but sometimes it's just the other person's fault or perception. <clears throat> and so that's, again, I, I go back to the fact that I, I, I need to meet with them in order to, to, to talk and clarify that. But if we come to a pass that we can't get over, then, yeah, it's it's important to – I think, uh, part ways. And as much as you can part ways as a friend, you know, you try to do that in, in, in most instances, in most cases. But, I mean, there's, there's just, just, a, just a handful of people that I've ever had to kick out of my school. In, in yeah. the 18, 19 years that I've done this, there's only a handful of people that I've ever had to kick out. So, um, well, that, that, that's a struggle, though, you know, and, and you're right, me too. I mean, I mean, I've been open for 25 year, years. You're open for, what, close to 20, right? You know, and... Yeah. Um, you know, over the years, the volume of people that I teach, I mean, I look at the positive reviews and negative reviews on Facebook or Yelp. They're very minimal as far as negative reviews compared to the amount of positives. But you know that that one negative review sticks in your head, right? It's that one parent that quit and thinks you're, you know, for whatever reason, they don't like you. They think you're the antichrist, you know, um, and they, they look at you. I once had a parent equate me in the same sentence. They said, you're just like Tony Robbins. And it brought a smile to my face. And then they said, and Hitler. And I'm like, Hitler? Like, you know, and Tony Robbins in the same sentence, how does it work? And they, they were like, well, you know, Tony Robbins brainwashes people and so does Hitler. I go, I don't think Tony Robbins brainwashed people, um, but, uh, but that's the way that person saw this. I also had a parent once quit my school because they said straight to my face, you're way too positive for me. I can't handle the positivity. You're just too happy all the time and, and I just can't be around you. I'm like, okay. Like, what do you do? That, those are easy to take, right? But some of the other ones, you just say, like, wow, like, you know, I, w I just want to help people. And the bad part is sometimes it's not the person, the kid, the child, the student. Oh, that right, that, yeah. You know, it's, it's a dip, you know, you have to deal with the parents, and then maybe they're divorced, and they think differently. And, and, you know, like, there's so many dynamics in a martial arts school that we go through that are sometimes very difficult for us, you know, so it's, it's tough. It really is. And, um, you know, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I, I, I think in most cases it's, it's, it's a, um, it's a communication thing where we didn't communicate X, Y, or Z effectively, and they thought it was going to be A, B, and C. 
Um, and I think that's usually in most of the cases. Um, I mean, I had, I had a mom one time and I'm going to mess this up. I don't remember exactly what it was, but she was angry. Um, okay. So divorced family, right? Kids in the program. Um, and she left her husband for her now, or at the time her girlfriend. So, she uh and 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 we we called the girlfriend not knowing that it was because um, that was the 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 number that was on file but I, I didn't know who we were talking to over the phone you know right um we were right. just you know saying hey uh we've got a, a update you know um your son's um uh, contract, whatever it was, and and so it, it was livid. She, I, well, okay. Truth be told, I didn't know that the woman had left her husband and now was with this other woman. Um, and so when we're talking to a woman on the phone, I'm 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 assuming we said, "Hey, so and so," you know, and they must have just went with it. I don't know, but right. uh, so the real mom was angry that we were talking to. The second mom about and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. uh, it was it was crazy, um, well, but it was just a miscommunication. Yeah, know? we apologized. Um, I I took all the the blame. I'm like, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't realize, you know. Now, do I really feel like I was the one to blame and all of that? No, but uh, yeah, well, it was kind gonna... of kind of my situation. Same exact situation happened where. It's a divorced family, and the mom happened to be there to pick up. She's very rarely to pick up, and the, the kid got a little injury, so the program manager spoke to the parent, uh, the mom, but no one ever went out of their way to call the dad, and the dad was kind of upset, not very upset. He was very much much more rational, um, but he was upset that we never called him. He says, I'm the one who pays for the school. I'm the one that brings her all the time. It's my, I'm the one who signed the agreement. Um, but we were just not thinking, you know, we're thinking like, hey, Dwayne, your kid got a little gash and you know, cut and blah, 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 got hit in the mouth or whatever. Um, you know, uh, is that OK? And you're like, yeah. And then maybe your wife calls up later and says, you know, I can't believe you talked to Dwayne and not me. I'm going, I, I wish there was a way for me to know everybody's personal life and, and every dynamic. I mean, I'm dealing with 300 students, um, you know, in, in you know, in one location. So, like, what is going on? You know, like, you know, that's crazy. But, uh, you know, we're only as good as our last mistake, right? So hopefully I'll learn from this and, and you know, we'll wa work on it and, and, you know, fix it. We do have an accident report that was supposed to be filled out. But, you know, there was a transition when one person was leaving and it didn't get done. So it was just, uh, you know, it was a little bit confusing. But, you know, in the end, you know, you try to make it better. And that's that service recovery that we spoke about last week. Yeah, and I just look back. I, it, we actually did three parts to service recovery, I believe. No, no, that was a three part three. We only did one. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, we were yeah. going to do That's three right. parts. It's the three, it's the three parts in the same call to service. That's right. That That's right. Customer service recovery. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I, I appreciate the call. I, I think that if anybody's interested and they're listening and they want to see what, um, some of our responses would be, I mean, I just wrote a response that I want to use as my, uh, staff will only use that response because I just, I just want there to be no drama. I just want people to be happy. I just want to help people. Those are my intentions. You know, I, I have to tell you, I'm so tired of people saying, 
you know, this is a business, you run a business, you, you know, you're a service, you're this. And I don't look at myself as a service or a business. Even though we charge money for what we do, I look at us as a school of higher education, life skills. So, like, I never thought my teacher, because I paid my sensei money, that he was a business. I always thought of him as my sensei, and this is my way of paying for his knowledge and giving back to him. This was my gratis of saying, hey, here you go, sensei, you know, enjoy your life and my, my small minimal amount of money that I'm going to hand to you, I hope will add to your, you know, comfort because you're sharing with me 48 years of knowledge or, and your history and your life and something that you're so passionate about. I think that people, you know, watching, you know, Kitchen Nightmares or Kitchen Rescue or, you know, all these reality shows where everything is about customer service and da 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 and business and, and systems and, Everyone thinks they're out there doing reviews like, you know, the, the, the chefs do. And it gets a little frustrating, and it's, it's, a, it's really kind of struggle, a struggle that most school owners are dealing with. Well, and that brings up another topic, and maybe that's a topic that we can talk about next time. Um, just that the, the culture of our students is different now than it was when you or, or I got into the martial arts. You know, and I'll just briefly say this, that I have so many students, even in their 20s, that have never watched a Bruce Lee movie, who have right. never watched a Chuck Norris movie. Yeah. Um, some kids don't even know who those people are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I, I um, mean, yeah. I, I, you know, it's interesting because that old age mentality where, you know, you want to become – and here's here, let me – I know we're kind of going on for a while, but I want to add one more thing in. Um, my daughter just got accepted to Oneonta State, and she got upset, accepted to Johnson & Wales with a scholarship. Um, she got waitlisted on two of her schools, but when she went up to Oneonta, um, she loved it. So she's going to be going there, right? So I'm really proud of her. But the reason why I bring it up is I'm frustrated with the school system – the system of how you go into college. You and I save our lives. We put money away. We then, our kids do amazing, hopefully, and my daughter did amazing where her grades were outstanding. She did all the extracurricular things. And then she puts her name in the, in the hat for all these different schools. And now it's basically like the roll of the dice of whether she gets accepted or not to the school that she, um, you know, that she wanted. And then let's just pretend, you know, Harvard, uh, Yale, this college, that college, Harvard is the first choice. So now she has the grades to get into Harvard, but they don't pick her because there's too many people, too many candidates or whatever. It's the luck of the draw. Now she gets put in this college, which is still good, but maybe not look so good on a resume. So, like, it doesn't matter how much effort she put in. It's the roll of the dice that controls her future at times, right? And this bothers me about this whole modern society, about the pay-as-you-go kind of mentality. And um, I, I wish there was more mentorship. That I, I hired a guy the other day. He's coming in to start today. And I didn't even look at his resume after speaking to him. He was phenomenal. He was an car, ex-car salesman. He's done management, customer relations, customer service. I'm like, you're hired. Come in on Monday. Because he just impressed the heck out of me. You know? So like, I'm right. so frustrated at times with the way people look at things. It's, just, it's a tough, tough time. Well, nobody, you know, I don't care what systems and everything that you put into place, nobody is going to treat your business the way that you um, would treat it or the way that right. you care about it. And that's why we have to have systems and, and, and uh, different things in place, kind of like what you said, you know, you got to have some sort of script that is, you know, um, like when, so when somebody emails us and they say, hey, what are your prices, blah, 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 blah. We have a script basically that we, we just copy and paste and put it in there. We might right. change a few things just based upon the, the question. 
Um, but, but really what it is doing is answering, sort of answering the question, but getting an appointment uh, mm -hmm. to be able to talk to them on the phone. Does it work 100% of the time? No, it doesn't. Right. But if, if we didn't do it, it would, it would work 0% of the time. Right. And right. we would always be answering stuff over, over email or over, um, you know, uh, Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger or all the other crap. Right, 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 right. You know, I just, I want to funnel it down and get it to uh, a phone call and then get a face-to-face -face meeting, you know, with some right. sort of an appointment, no matter what it yeah. is, whether it's, yeah. a, whether it's a suspect, whether it's a prospect, whether it's a lead, right. whether it's a current student, whether it's a canceled student, whether it is, no matter what it is, maybe it's a vendor, whatever, I, I try to do all of that uh, that way, just because... Then I feel, you know, in the conversation, whether it's me or my program director, my head instructor, whoever's handling whatever it is, they, they have a beat on, on how things are going based upon the communication that's happening and the feedback because of facial features and voice tonality and just exactly. all those things. Hey, I don't know if you've ever seen, and, and this is the, it's a show that I'm kind of up in the air on whether I like it or not, and it's called Black Mirror. It's kind of this weird, and it's most, I watched three episodes. I, at episode two, I was like, I'm never watching this again. But a friend of mine said, you have to watch episode three. So I did. And it was so re real and disturbing. But it was about um, people getting cameras in their eyes. And everything they see gets recorded onto, a, um, onto two decades of storage in, uh, in the cloud. So anything that you and I see, we could rewind and watch back. So people would continually rewind their conversations and see whether they said it right or see the reaction or whether that person liked you or not. And, and it consumed their lives and they would constantly rewind it and look at it. And it was all about how this guy ended up catching his wife cheating on him by little triggers. And she, they were at a party and the way she looked at this guy and he kept rewinding it and then he found connections. But it was all based on his visual perception and what he was actually seeing. But, um, but not like what the mind was processing, the actual video of what was going on. So then you could review it and watch it. And it was really just crazy and disturbing at how maybe society one day would go that way, where we could record what we see. Um, but uh, it was just an interesting way of looking at life and how everything is all about perception. And perception is not always our reality. Like we, we might see something and perceive it one way when it's in reality, it's totally different. It depends on your emotional state when you're seeing it. So that's an interesting thing. But um, anyway, so I, mean, so now, I, I like it. It not only depends on your emotional state, it also depends on your intellectual level. <laughs> right, right. That's true, too. That's true. That's very, very true. You're the, your I majority don't, level. I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying just right is right and wrong is wrong. I just, right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Some, sometimes, though, you know, and this is the dilemma with, with our society today, how people can perceive things. Differently, that's why the Constitution is perceived so many different ways. Maybe they meant this, but maybe they meant, like, there's so much where people love to change things based on their interpretation. And that's why there's such a struggle in, in the Supreme Court now, right, with Justice uh, uh, Gorsuch trying to get, get in because um, people see things differently. They might see the same exact thing. You and I are sitting in a room and five people see it, three people see it one way, two people see it another. It's really just – but you and I might say – this is clear to see, you know, right. That, right. And, and it's hard. Right. So anyway, long story short, I mean, it's, that's why social media could be good for you, could be bad for you, or you have to be careful at how you let, you know, let the things get out there and how you perceive it. 
Well, and I think, you know, in, in, uh, to kind of draw everything to a close, it, it, it's a tool. And just like any tool, we need to learn how to use it effectively. And it's a tool that can be devastating, but it, it's a tool that also can be um, very, very beneficial for your, uh, for your school. And right. so just like anything that we've talked about before, having rules, setting boundaries, um, and following those to the best of your ability and have your staff following those to the best of your ability would be a good thing uh, to do. Right. So when you get a negative response, you know, how do you deal with that? And maybe you never thought of that. So the first time you have to deal with it, um, then you go back and you revisit that and you go, okay, how, how can I make sure that this doesn't happen again? And, and when and if it ever does, how do I make sure it doesn't get as bad as it did right. this last time, meaning, yeah. you know, if there's a thread of stuff and you guys are typing back and forth on your own, uh, on your own page and, 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 and it's just getting worse and worse and worse, obviously that wasn't a good thing. Uh, even if you won the argument, you still lost the battle because, um, you know, the fact is everybody else saw all of that on your wall. So, yeah. again, going back and saying, okay, how can I, how can I do this? Even, even if I still want to win, you know, how can I do yeah. this so that, that everybody wins to the best of, uh, of my ability? So I just yeah, want to draw exactly. that out. No, that's true. And, and you know what? I, I'm a much better, much more mature, much more, um, uh, you know, uh, developed person than I was 25 years ago. And I would have handled things differently. And I, I got to always remind myself that, you know, I am in, in, you know, a business, you know, where people look at me as a business and I have to try to make sure that there is, you know, we talk about it in our program, high quality instruction, you know, uh, low stress and profitable, right? Or else we couldn't stay in business, right? So, but at the same time, um, in the order that we say, you know, high quality, that's the most, your, your service, it's all about product, people, and processes, right? That's a Marcus Lamona says, um, you know, from uh, the profit, you know, so we, that's what we look at. But I, I just, it, it irks me that people look at this as a business, but that's maybe a whole nother conversation, you know, because for me, like I said before, my teacher, I never looked at him as a business. I always looked at him as my sensei. You know, I always looked at the school as my school. I didn't look at it as um, Starbucks or, or you know, uh, another company that I went to and I bought a pizza from. I didn't feel the deep connection to, to the pizza place or Starbucks, but I do feel a deep connection to my sensei and the skills that he's giving me. But I, I think also, too, that mystique and that, that aura of us having mentors and looking up to people is slowly diminishing because too many people could shred each other. They don't look at the qualities of human life anymore as deeply as we should, and that's, that's a problem. Yeah, I agree. Maybe a whole, maybe a whole other topic. Yeah, no, I think it should be because uh, um, society is is changing in that aspect. So right, you know, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to everybody on the next call. I just want to uh, remind everyone to uh, go to schoolandertalk dot com. Uh, there are a few webinars that are up there that you can get access to. Also. Uh, not only that, you can subscribe to our podcast uh, on there, whether you have an Android device or an Apple device. Allie, great to be with you again, sir. Thanks, Dwayne. Have a great day. Bye. Yeah, Bye, watch everybody. That, watch, watch that social media, would you? Yeah, I will.